tuning in. And Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to my good nanny radio, MGN Radio, the best show on Blog Talk Radio for family information and entertainment. Thanks for tuning in. Wednesday. It's actually today is actually my birthday. So I'm super, super excited and I appreciate all the love from everyone from Facebook to Twitter to even my Periscope that I did earlier. Um, I really appreciate it. I'm super excited. I used to say I was broadcasting from Atlanta and now I'm going to say I'm broadcasting from Louisiana. Um, that's why we kind of took a little break with the show. Um, but we received all the emails and the tweets, and we're so excited to be coming back strong and chatting with Angie Collins. I'm super excited about that. So, wow, so much is going on. Um, for those of you who might not know about MGM Radio, MGM Radio is basically we're the number one show for family information and entertainment on Block Talk Radio. We interview celebrities, working moms, working dads, anything that's of interest to the parenting or small business community. And we've had tons of fabulous, amazing guests. And again, you can go to, you can um, look at Block Talk Radio, MGN Radio, and you can see all our past shows and just listen. They're recorded live, so you can listen to them and share them with friends on Twitter and Facebook and um, your social media. So we know that um, we had the Republican national um, debate a couple of weeks ago, and if you follow me on Twitter, um, you would have seen all my tweets and comments about that. So we know the election time is gearing up, and if you're a mom um, or just a person <laughs> that cares about what's going on, um, I know you're probably in tune to everything that's going to be happening um, with the debates, and it's exciting. But on some sad news today, we heard that Jimmy Carter, former president of the United States, mentioned that he's battling cancer, and so we want to take this time to lift him up in prayers, and um, Jimmy Carter has been such a strong, united, um, you know, just person and role model um, for, you know, Americans, so we really want to make sure that we lift him up in prayer. Okay, so y'all know how I do. I always have to give my fabulous MGN introduction, and I'm super excited to be chatting with this PR expert and let me just make sure if she's on the phone lines, please um, press one, I think, to ask the question. 
if you're on the phone line. Um, Angie, just press one because there's so many people on the line, so I want to make sure I get the right person. Um, so anyway, I'm super, super excited, and thank you all for listening to MGM Radio and loving MGM Radio. Thank you, thank you, and thank you to all the callers. I see you online and as well as people calling in to the phone lines. Thank you. So um, y'all know my fabulous MGM introduction. So let me tell you why you better grab a pen and paper and listen to Angie Collins, okay? With a master's degree in public relations from UC Berkeley, she began her career in 1993 in the public relations department at Arista Records in New York City. Working with artists such as Pink, Outkast, Usher, Linkin Park, her responsibilities included being a liaison between the sales and research teams, working with syndicated research and assisting with tour-based public relations and events like the VMAs, the Grammys, Billboard, and the American Music Awards. Wow. Then... She accepted another position in 1999, and, you know, in this position, she worked with a multitude of musical um, genres from hip-hop to neo-soul, jazz, you know, Latin fusion. She worked with such artists as U2, um, Mary J. Blige, Wyclef John, Macy Gray, Jill Scott. I mean, these are legends in the industry, Right. Then, you know, a couple of years, she took some other, you know, progressive assignments. And then in 2006, Ms. Collins was the director of special events for a Miami-based firm, and her duties include managing accounts in the luxury, fashion, consumer, and lifestyle practices, planning, coordinating, and, you know, doing weekly publications and special promotions. Today, Angie Collins serves as the executive agency director of her own firm, the Lux PR Group. And the Art of Luxury, and now the newest division, the Lux Style Lab, managing accounts in the luxury, fashion, music, sports, hospitality, and consumer and lifestyle practices. With over 25 years' experience in the media relations and event production industry, She's well-versed in developing and executing broad-reaching public relations campaigns in a variety of industries, including fashion, sports, entertainment. Um, she's published a book. You know, her book, PR Related, was released in early 2014 and did very well. She's also co-founded the organization Women in PR, a movement that hosts events, seminars, workshops, and conferences for women in public relations. Her track record, I mean, if you watch reality TV, she's worked with some of the reality TV stars and helping them secure TV appearances, book campaigns and advertisements, and Internet sites monitoring and constantly, you know, implementing innovative strategies to expose her talents to the world. She's a trailblazer and a force to be reckoned with. And if you own a small business or you just have a product or a book that you want to get more information on how to get the word out there, you better tune in, you better tell a friend, you better tweet, or you can also catch the rewind. So let me connect Miss Angie, because y'all know time flies on this show. Okay. 
Hi, Angie. Hey. 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 How are you? I'm amazing. <laughs> it's my birthday, so I'm like, you know, happy I'm birthday. birthday. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm pumped. Girl, how old are you? 16? How old are you, 16? I, I wish, I wish, I wish. Yeah, I'm 16. <laughs> <laughs> Angie, so many people are on the line, you know, wanted to hear from you. So let's get started. How did you get, I mean, I, I gave you your bio and everything, but kind of a lot of people always wanted to hear from, you know, the, the guests. How did you, like, break into the PR world and actually know it was for you? Well, uh, I think my bio probably needs to be updated because I've been doing this 30 years, <laughs> not 25, 30. Um, I, I got started in the industry. I was an MC Hammer dancer, like one of the first MC Hammer dancers. And um, after, you know, and, and at that time I was still going to school. And um, in 93, uh, my knees started getting bad. And the last tour I went on was with us and uh, TLC. They had just came out and Boys to Men. And um, during this journey, um, a rapper that y'all know by the name of Tupac uh, was also a dancer with Digital Underground at the time. And um, he was making noise in the industry, and he had just signed his deal with um, Death Row Records. And uh, he had asked me to come assist him when he was dropping his album. He said, you got, a, you, know, you got your degree. You're not doing nothing with it, so why don't you just come over here and help me? And um, that's kind of how I got started. Um, I decided one day that I didn't want to be in California anymore, and I wanted to go to New York, and I packed up, didn't know soul, and uh, ended up with an internship and teaching aerobics and personal training while I was doing an internship in New York. So that's kind of how I got my foot in the door. Wow. A dancer with MC Ham. Wow. That's, yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> and I'm such a diehard, like, two-part fan and NWA. So, wow. That, wow. Awesome. So, now, a lot of people – you know, they always think of PR, and they're like, oh, my God, it's expensive. You know, I'm not a celebrity. I'm just – I have a small business. Like, what would you tell people? How would you define PR for people and why it's so important for, you know, businesses or people to represent their brand properly? Well, this is the thing. A lot of people cannot really afford PR services because an average – a good publicist is going to charge you anywhere from, you know, $1,500 a month all the way up to $10,000 a month, um, depending on, you know, what is needed and, and what type of publicist that you have. Um, if you're a small business, a lot of small businesses can't afford that, okay? Um, so with that being said, uh, you have to learn the basics. And the basics, a lot of stuff they can do for themselves. Like they can get their own interviews. They can, you know, get a book and learn how to write a press release or go online on how to write a press release. They can do the basics themselves. Because at the end of the day, you have to, it doesn't matter if you have a brand and nobody knows what it is, where it is or how you get it, you know, um, it doesn't make sense. So you have to let, you know, the masses know what is out there and how to reach you. So if you can't afford a publicist, like I said, get online, learn how to write a press release, um, invest in a, um, a media database, okay, that's geared to your industry. You can get one from Cision, Vocus. Um, we sell them on my company called PR Related, but you can get them and send the press release out yourself. But also when you're doing it, read about how to service it. So that way you don't bombard a whole bunch of people um, that's not going to read it or going to put it in the trash. You have to know who you're going to send it to. And I always tell people, start local. Start with your local news. Start with your local newspaper. Start with your local magazine, okay? Because at the end of the day, the people that can get to you the faster is the people that live in town. 
And if you yeah. snub the people who live in town and try to reach out to the people across the world, then see, that's where the mistake was made. Wow. That's very true. I love you. Already, I told you I'll get a pen and paper. You're already, I'm just like, <laughs> wow, that's true. Start local. Start local. So start like, local. You start local. And a lot of people will say, yeah, I want to write a press release. And I see the question. Wow, we already have a question. In the, <laughs> I, I see the question, so thank you. We'll get to it. But, Angie, okay, so you start local, and you mm-hmm. say contact the news people. Like, if I'm sitting, like, in Atlanta, can okay. you, like, what – Break it down, and you know. Okay, so you you I know have a hair you have a hair brand a hair you know a hair yeah. um product. Okay, so I would if I was you I would contact Fox Good Day Fox in Atlanta and ask to speak to their product uh, producer because they have one they have a product statement producer. Okay, and say hey listen you know I have a product I would love to get you know on TV you know demonstrate on you know your your people on air. Um, how can I go about doing it? They'll explain to you what their procedures are. And if you don't ask, there's an old saying called a closed mouth don't get fed, okay? Yeah. So if you don't ask, you won't know. So with that being said, they'll tell you the procedures of how to get on their show. And if it's something that they're interested in, then they're going to have you on. If it's something they're not going to be interested in, they're not, you know, they don't, they're not going to call you. So if you talk contacted them once or twice, and you don't hear any response, guess what? They are not into you. So leave the people alone. <laughs> so you go on to the, so you, so you go on to the, I mean, and it's not just the people in business. Publicists do the same thing. New publicists are coming out. They, you know, they bombard, you know, with a pitch, with a pitch, with a pitch. And then, you know, they think if they call that person over and over again, listen, if you haven't heard back then by two times, guess what? They're not interested. They're not into you. Just like that movie. They're not into you. So leave them alone. Okay, keep it moving. If they want you, then they'll circle back around. If not, you know, just go on to the next thing. But, you know, and as in Atlanta, you have, you know, you have, there's publications like Control and Sheen and uh, Jezebel. They always look for new products to, you know, to review. So what you have to do is ask for what is called a desk side, meaning that you call them and say, I want to stop by and talk to the product editor, show them my product, let them try it out, meet that person, and then go from there. Because once you get your foot in that door, you will be able to sell it. Because it's your product. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. Amazing. I'm just like, hey, I'm learning too, y'all. I love it. I love it. We are live with Angie Collins, CEO, and like she said, 30 years of PR experience. We're going to take questions, but first we've got to pay some bills. So we'll be back in like less than two minutes. Stay tuned. Hair Yum is the fastest growing vegan hair care product on the market. Hair Yum can transform your hair with one wash. Cleanse with no harsh chemicals, sulfates, or detergents. The Hair Yum collection is available now at HairYum.com. Take the challenge. Go vegan. Get Hair Yum at HairYum.com. That's H-A-I-R-Y-U-M.com. Your hair will thank you for it. If you want to get a gift for any child and you want to get the best gift at the party, go to ebeanstalk.com. They're one of the original Internet providers for toys, and they've been around since 2005. They have child experts that select their toys, so it's not all the plastic characters and cheap stuff that breaks easily and has no learning value. If you want your kid to dominate the world, give them the gift of learning. It's your best investment. It's better than giving money or stocks and bonds. Go to ebeanstalk.com. That's E-B-E-A-N-S-T-A-L-K.com. From fun outdoor zip lines to glow-in-the-dark footballs to arts and crafts at home, ebeanstalk.com. That's ebeanstalk.com. 
All right, we are back. We're live. We're talking about PR with expert Angie Collins. And um, Angie, we are going to just jump right back into it. Thanks, everybody that's listening to MGM Radio. Now, Angie, a lot of people, and I got this question in the chat room, a lot of people say everywhere you turn there's a PR firm or PR expert. What advice or how can you tell, like, people that may not, you know, know who Angie is, what to look for when selecting a PR, um, you know, to represent them? When they're like a publicist, look at their track yes. record. Um, look to see who they represent. Look to see if they – like, people that follow me, you know, on social media, I always post whatever I get my clients placements a lot. You know, a lot of times I'll place everything because we'd be there all day. But um, you have to look at who their clients are and how visible they are. Like, for instance, you know, as you mentioned before, I work with, you know, reality TV stars, and one of the ones I'm working with currently is Demetria McKinney. And, you know, a lot of people say, oh, well, you know, she was on House of Pain, blah, 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 this and that. Okay, well, that was a long time ago, and now she's doing music, okay? And one has nothing to do with the other, because if you're known in the acting world, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're known in the music world. And a lot of times, actors don't transform over to music artists successfully. We, we, we all know this, okay? And reality stars, they the same situation. So with that being said, it's, it's taken a lot of work to get her to where she's at, because I have her absolutely everywhere now. And, you know, that's, that just goes right there to show you a person's work, okay? Everybody's case is different, but what people need to understand with a publicist, it takes six to eight months to build a wow. good, strong PR, PR campaign. It does not happen in 30 days. It does not happen in 60 days. Rarities are overnight sensations, okay? But it took... So it took it basically about from the time that I started with her last year to this year when she got her record deal. So once again, we're looking at six to eight months right now with Dimitri the way she's at, okay? So it's not something that's going to sit there and say, hey, I'm going to, you know, be on the cover of Vogue or I'm reading this magazine. That. No, <laughs> it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. Because first of all, you're not going to be on the cover of Vogue unless you're a celebrity anyway. But, you know, it does, that's realistically. Realistically, it takes six to eight months for our PR campaign to work successfully. If you think it's going to be anything sooner than that, you're sadly mistaken. Wow. I think that's going to be information because I know even some of my, you know, other small business owners, it's like, okay, I want it like now after one month. But to hear you say six to eight or nine months before you see, because now I see Demetria. I mean, she's like everywhere, everywhere she's like, doing stuff, singing here, singing there. So, I mean, you're the force behind that, but it, you're saying it's, it takes time. It definitely takes time. It definitely takes time because you, one thing is, is like, it's like having a uh, – you don't want to be those people that have a song that's called a one-hit wonder that you never talk about, you know, six, year, you know, six months from now. You don't want to be that. So you always have to build – it's branding. You know, it's kind of like McDonald's wasn't built overnight. Okay, it took years for people to, you know, say, hey, those golden arches are memorable, you know, so, you know, same thing with Coca-Cola, you know, they went back and forth switching the recipes and whatever else, but guess what, they went back home. So these are things that do not happen overnight, so if you have a small business or you hire a publicist and you think your publicist is supposed to have you on every publication, people don't know who you are, they have to build up who you are. Okay, once you start getting, you know, ground traction and you're here and there and there, okay, then you can talk about those big publications. But until then, you're going to have to wait, okay? There's no such thing as, what do you call it, um, um, instant gratification. That's not going to happen. And if you're looking for instant gratification, then I suggest you close your business down and go to work the 9 to 5 for somebody else. 
Yeah. No, I, I I definitely agree. And it's good to hear you say it and people listening on the line. Now, I see we have a question and she's been waiting for a while. Time always flies on this show. Let me just connect her. Um, 864, um, you are live with Angie. Uh, question or comment? Oh, hi. I'm enjoying it so far. I'd like to know um, what are the ins and outs of book self-publication and what is the best company if you want to self-publish a book? What would be the best company to work with? Okay, and, uh, I'm not a publisher, so I, I really couldn't answer that question. I wrote a book, but I self-published it through Create Source. But I'm not a publisher, so I can't answer that question. Well, maybe, and thank you, Carl. Maybe you, okay, you self-publish, and I was going to get into it because you're an author. You self-publish your book, correct? Mm-hmm. And you use, right. you use Amazon, I guess, CreateSource and Amazon? CreateSource and Amazon, yes. That's what I use. Oh, okay. And so any tips or anything you can say for, again, you are in the industry, but maybe things that you did to promote your book that maybe other people can do too? Because Amazon's available well, to anybody, you know. It is available to anybody, but my circumstance is a little different because my book was geared to a certain audience. So by me already having a strong following with my organizations and within myself, it was just an easy sell. Um, because I wrote my book in layman terms, so it wasn't like textbook terms. It was real easy to understand, but it was written for PR people. So it's a little different. But if you are an author that is writing a book and you're self-publishing your book, then you have to figure out, okay, who is my audience? And this is not even about a book. This is with anything. Who is my target audience? Who am I writing this for? Who am I selling this to? Okay, so you just don't want to be writing a book to be out there just writing a book. You have to figure out, okay, well, who is my, who's going to be my fan base? And then what you have to do really in this age and day is start with social media. So that means that whoever is going to be your target audience or your fan base or whatever the case may be, you need to start following them. You need to start engaging them, and you need to start bringing them into where they start being interested in you. Um, prime example is a good friend of mine is Omar Tari, the writer. And what he did was he stopped going through, you know, um, his publishing deal a long time ago. What he does is he, he publishes through himself one chapter each month, and he sells it for 99 cents, and he leaves a cliffhanger, so you don't have no choice but to buy it the next month. And I think that's smart. So, you know, what it is is that you have to figure out what's going to be creative, what's going to make you stand out from all these different authors that are writing a book, maybe close to the subject that you have and maybe not close to the subject that you have. But, you know, um, at the end of the day, it all starts with who your target audience is. Wow. Okay, good. And you mentioned I'm not a pub. What's the difference? Maybe you can explain what's the difference between a publicist and a PR person? There's none, and then but thing. people call us people call us PRs. I, first of all, I tell people I'm not a PR. PR is something that you do. Okay, I'm a publicist, and that's the difference. Okay. And, and some people get that confused. PR is what we do. A publicist is what we are. Ah, uh, okay, okay. So you are a publicist. So would you recommend to the caller, like, also to get maybe a book publicist that can, or you know, that can help promote her book? Most definitely, because a book publicist is somebody that's in a niche market, meaning that they have the ends of all the people who can review your books, the place, and because it's such a niche market. It's not like if you're, a, you know, you have a, a fashion person and there's like 50 million publications. Um, with the author, people specialize in author, they know, who to, they know who to send the book to to get it on the New York Times list. They know who to send the book to get reviewed. So, if, you know, if you, but they're expensive. You're looking anywhere between, you know, $3,500 to $5,000 per 
look at, you need to budget people. I don't care who you are, but you need to budget for a publicist. Okay, when you're putting your company together and you have a marketing campaign and you have all this stuff, you're buying flyers and billboards. Okay, that's all fine and dandy, but that's stuff that people throw away, don't pay attention to, or anything. Your publicist is that person that will get you on somebody's blog that people read. Your publicist is that person that's going to get you in that that Allure magazine or that Tech magazine or Ebony magazine. Your publicist is that person that's going to get you on the radio doing an interview like I'm doing right now. Your publicist is the one that's going to get you on TV doing an interview with Steve Harvey or in Good Morning America or, you know, or Today Show. That is what your publicist does. Because we have the connection, if you're a good publicist, you have the connections to make that happen. Wow. I love it. I love it. And you have gotten people on the Today Show, um, on Steve oh, yeah. Harvey's show. Wow. Yeah. That is amazing. I mean, those are top top shows. If you get on there, I mean, hey, you know, it's exposure and people know about you and whether they buy or not, hey, that's up to the customer. But at least the exposure is priceless. Wow, wow. But you, okay. at the same so, time, you got to look at it. If you can't afford a publicist, you yourself can get on those shows. You just have to, you know, contact who the, the segment producers are, and you pitch to them why you need to be on that show. I like that you're also telling us how to do it ourselves. Like you said, find out who's, it might take longer or harder, but if you're a small business and you're pinching pennies, you know, hey, these are some things you can do. And for those of you who might be joining late, you know, she said, learn how to write a press release, you know, get on social media. What are your favorite social media tools, Angie, and why? Instagram. Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) I love love Instagram. Instagram. I love love Instagram. And then I think the the reason why I like Instagram is, okay, I'm going to give you a story. I was probably anti-social media five years ago. I didn't get my first Twitter account, my first Facebook page until five years ago. I didn't get on Instagram until two years ago. Wow. Because I believe in traditional PR. I think that social media made people think that they're publicists. I think social media (laughs) made publicists lazy. I think social media makes people think that they're somebody that they're not. Um, So there's a lot of, you know, cons with social media, but there's a lot of pros because you can reach, you know, many people at one time versus, you know, traditional PR where I got to send out a press release to 50 million outlets and, you know, by that time the news is old. So, you know, because, you know, we find out stuff, you know, on social media before the news people find it out. Yep. So that's, you know, that's the effect of social media. So if you're not on it, if you're not on it religiously, you know, getting followers, getting your numbers up and things like that, then it's no use of you being on because oh, I got an Instagram page. Okay, so what? If you're not on it, you're not using hashtags, you're not, you know, interacting with other people on there, you're not commenting or you're not liking people's pages, guess what? You're wasting your time. Wow. Wow. Now, what do you think about the new Periscope? Um, are you on it? Um, what do you think about Periscope? I am on Periscope. I am on Periscope. Um I like it if it's like a lot of times I um, give like PR tips, and so I like it for that aspect of it. But my new thing is Snapchat. I like Snapchat. <laughs> oh, I don't like Snapchat. Even though you got ten seconds, I, I love Snapchat. Oh, why? Like maybe I'm not using I, it right. I love. I, I I don't know. I just don't like Snapchat. 
I like Snapchat, even though it's like 10 seconds, but I like it because it's like you can take it something instantly right there, and then after 24 hours, it's gone. So so if you act a fool on there, you know, 24 hours from now, it's going to be gone. <laughs> versus, versus such things as Periscope, that kind of will hang around, okay? Yeah, 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 Periscope. I just love Periscope because it's so, like I did, I, I did a Periscope right before we got on, and if you're on Periscope and you heard me, you joined this call, you know, just quick, hey, Angie's going to be on, join us, bam, bam, bam. I love Periscope. Awesome. Now, you mentioned, Angie, um, you know, social media was, you know, at first you, you, it took a long time for you to get on, and you said you prefer traditional PR. Can you give examples of, because we know social media, but what's a traditional, when you use the word traditional PR, what do you mean by that? Okay, so traditional PR was, it, it, it's very rarely used now, but it's when you actually picked up the phone and, and talked to the editor or you actually took that editor to lunch or coffee and you met face-to-face, I think social media loses human contact um, because most of the people know you by your, your social media name. <laughs> like, I walked in, hey, Angie Miami. You were just like, oh, okay. Okay, but that's not my name. That's my Instagram <laughs> name. But it's, 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 no, it's, it's no human contact. And traditional PR is, was all about interacting with that journalist with that editor, with that producer, now it's just like, oh, let me get into your email. Oh, let me just get on Twitter and, and, and send you a DM. And I think that's kind of, you know, um, fraudulent to a certain degree because um, there's no relationship really being built, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. We are chatting live. If you have a question or comment, just press number one. We're chatting live with Angie Collins, the Lux PR Group. How did you come up with the name, the Lux PR Group? What made you come up with that name? Um, well, originally my company was called the Agenda PR Group, but then we found out that there was a company in England that was going by the same name and uh, was wanted by the feds. And uh, <laughs> we got a call oh, one geez. day, and, and I was like, hey, that's the wrong people. So, <laughs> so um, <laughs> I was. And the crazy part was, I was I was driving down the street. And I had passed and said luxury car dealership, and I was like, hmm, let's just call it the luxury car group. And that's kind of how it happened because it was just like I just had to change my name immediately, so that was the first thing that came out. But yeah, my company was called something else first, and um, yeah, that's kind of what happened. Wow! Because I was getting all kind of phone calls about this company that was not me. <laughs> Interested, interested. Now, Angie, what do you think um, are some of the challenges like you and some of your, um, you know, counterparts face in this, like, knowledge-driven, um, so everybody's on social media, everybody, you know, thinks they're boss or whatever. Like you said, sometimes, you know, it's not the real thing that's being represented out there. So what do you, what are some of the challenges you face or um that you think businesses will face with, you know, just the whole PR thing and what's going on? Well, I know on a publisher's tip, that's one thing that most people, I mean, they, especially because I deal with a lot of young up-and-coming publishers, and the hardest thing they have is getting somebody to pay them what they're worth. Um, some people don't see the value in public relations. So, you know, they, you know, they want to know what their ROI is. What do you get for it? So, yeah. um I think that's one of the biggest challenges. And then, again, on the other side, on the consumer's end, their big challenge is, 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 once again, how do they get a return on their investment? You know, they invested their money in this product. Okay, but I don't have any money for PR, but how do I get, pe- how do I get people to know about my product? How do I get my product in a publication so people are aware of who I am? 
So it's kind of like, you know, it's a two-fold situation. It's, it's getting the consumer to believe in us and the consumer and, and the uh, product getting the consumer to believe in them. So it's a two-fold situation. Yes, no, definitely, definitely. And you're right. It's like the RO, everybody is, what am I getting? What am I getting? What am I getting? Yeah, what am I getting? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like I get people that call me and say, I get people that will call me and they say, like, you know, hey, I'm looking for, you know, a publicist. And the first thing I'll ask you is, what did you budget for it? And um, they're like, well, you know, I got three, four hundred dollars. And I tell you, quick, that won't. I want my hand won't even touch the keyboard for three hundred dollars for you. (laughs) And and it won't because it's not gonna. The thing is, is that people understand all the stuff that we have to do. Like I live on the West Coast. Okay, so that means every morning I have to get up at 5 a.m. because I got to keep up what's going on the East Coast. So yeah. I'm up at 5 a.m. I got to send out press releases. I got to make phone calls. I got to use my relationships to make something happen for you know for that client. I have to sell them, pitch them, and then you know a lot of times they'll tell me no, 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 and then it's like, Angela, I don't see it or this whatever case it be, but I still got to try to get somebody to get some traction. So that's work, okay? And then, you know, heaven forbid if the client wants an event done. You know, then you got to take care of putting the event together. Then you got to get, you know, the people there, the press there. So we do a lot of work. So it's not just, you know, I'm sitting on my computer all day, you know, la da la 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 You know, we have to work our butts off to get what we want for you guys, okay? So, you know, for somebody to come along and say they only have three or $400, no, that won't get me to do anything for you. Wow. And I know some small business owners are like, you know, sometimes all we have is $500. And um, then they need to take that $500, and, 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 if you, and if you can't write a press release, pay somebody $100, $200 to write you a press release or give you a template, okay? And then use that rest of your money to buy a, uh, a media list. So you have to invest that, that $500 into your own doing it yourself. But you can't expect somebody else in our industry to do it for you for that price. That's right. That's right. That's right. Now you said an invest in a media list. What's the media? What's right. a media list? A media list is a list that's going to have the editor, the publication, their phone number, their email, how they like to receive their uh, their pitches. That's what a media list is. Wow. Okay. Wow. You are dropping. I told y'all get a pen and paper. These are just nuggets, nuggets, nuggets. We're gonna take one minute or less to pay some bills and we'll be right back with Angie. Thank you. We'll be right back. Hi everyone. Did you know that the batteries we throw away are only about 20% depleted? If we lined up all the batteries we throw away in one year, we could build a bridge to the moon, wrap around the moon twice, and then build another bridge back to Earth. Let's cut down on unnecessary battery waste with Batterizer. Batterizer is a reusable micro-thin sleeve that extends the life of your batteries. Just slip it on over your batteries. Guaranteed to increase battery life by at least two times. Because two is better than one. Keeping your family connected is important in today's fast-paced world. Lullapets makes it easy and fun. Lullapets lets you record a message for your child from anywhere with the easy-to-use voice messaging app. Just select the recipient, record, and send. Tell your kids a story, sing them a song, or just say how much you love them. It's the ideal way to stay connected for family members who travel a lot on business or grandparents who live miles away. Kids will love their Lullapet and will take it with them everywhere, on sleepovers, road trips, to a friend's house, or just cuddle with it in bed, listening to their secret message or listening to their favorite music. 
Lola Pets comes in a choice of soft, plush characters. Collect the whole set. The Lola Pet comes with the MP3 player with voice recorder and the Lola Pet app. Parents and grandparents, go online today to lolapets.com and order today. All right, we are back. Um, we got about 20 minutes left um, as we chat with Angie, uh, the CEO of the Lux PR Group, and she's just been talking about PR and publicists and the difference and, you know, just a lot of information. So, Angie, a couple of comments came in, and I just wanted to ask you. The first one was about celebrity clients, and basically the question was, you know, is there anything the person is looking, they're a new publicist, and they really just need that break. You have celebrity clients. Is there anything they can do to position themselves if they're new um, to kind of get that celebrity client? You know, like your first time, you know, you got a celebrity you client. Need to work. You need to you need to work in, uh, with a company that has celebrity clients already in there. One thing celebrities are not going to do and they're scared to do is mess with the publishers that don't have any experience. There are some that will take a chance, but then they're going to want you to work for free. Um, and I don't advise that, you know, if you're working with a celebrity that you work for free because then you kind of turn into what they think is a personal assistant. So I suggest that if you are starting out and you want to get into where you are working with celebrities, just go work for a firm that represents celebrities and, and make your name in that firm before you try to strike out on your own. The problem with newbies is, is that they try to strike out on their own too soon, and you don't have enough connections to do that. And that's what a celebrity is looking for. What kind of connections do you have? Because just because that celebrity has a name doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be able to get them in that publication. That's true. That is true. That's true. And I, I, a lot of people are trying. I mean, every way you turn, it's like, I'm a publicist. I'm a publicist. I'm like, wow. Girl, yeah. And after, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody's. I'm like, okay. Everybody's and, and, you, everybody. <laughs> and people that are in Atlanta, y'all know what, y'all know what we're saying. We're keeping it real. Everybody's a publicist. But the one thing I like that you said at the beginning of the show is look at the track record. You who you've worked with, Angie. You you have a solid track record. So somebody will say, okay, yeah, I don't mind giving you the fifteen hundred every. Or you know, I don't know if you go for a thousand, but well, a thousand. Right. Don't, but don't get me wrong, though. No, don't get me wrong. Don't make it. It's not all speeches. But sometimes I've had people that have paid me, and I can't do nothing for them. Nothing. Um, and it's not, and it, it is not that it's me or anything. It's just they're not, you know, what I said in the beginning, they're just not into that person. And with that being said, you guys, what people, what they feel like they do, well, I need a refund. Well, I don't guarantee that you're going to get PR because nothing in life is guaranteed. All I'm guaranteed is that I'm going to try to get you where you need to be. So has there been cases where I failed? Of course there is. So if any you, new publicists out there or whatever and you think that because, you know, you got fired by a client because they said you didn't do whatever, guess what? It happens to me too. So it doesn't even matter. You can't please everybody. And that's just it at the bottom at the end of the day. Some people are going to be happy. Some people are not going to be happy. But what happens is, is that people will pay attention to see what you've done for somebody else. And like I said, each case is different. So you cannot compare yourself to a Demetria McKinney. You cannot compare yourself to a Claudia Jordan. You cannot compare yourself to a D'Angelo and think it's going to happen for you. There's the saying where it goes, you got to crawl before you walk. You got to crawl before you walk. That is so true. That is so true. But now let me ask you something. So if somebody, you know, gets a PR and they're like, okay, they're scraping their pennies or whatever, and, you know, six or nine months have gone by and nothing's happened, like nothing. 
wouldn't you suggest that they don't spend their money with the PR person? No. If it, look, usually you can start telling if there's some traction after four months, okay? Um, and okay. that means that, you know, they, they had an interview here or an interview there or whatever the case may be, but you see some traction. By the six months, it should be, you know, going up, up, up. By the ninth month, it should be where there's a lot of traction. So after the fourth month, if you don't see anything, then you know what? Either that person was the right person for you or they was just bull crapping you, taking your money. Wow. Wow, love it, love it.
Great questions. Yeah. No, that's true. And you know what? Another question um, in terms of char- characteristics, like what if, if you're a small business and you have, you think you have the next best thing, um, you know, product or service or whatever, what are some things that over the years, Angie, you've seen that really made a product or service just stand out? Like you, you don't, you're not, you're not on TV, you know, you're just, a normal person, you know, working, but you think you have, you know, just a great product. Is there anything or characteristics or traits that you've seen that work very well to get, you well, know, on shows and all that? Well, I, I, you know, and I hate to say this because they're one of your competitors, but um, <laughs> I'm going to say this. Uh, My Organics has only been around for nine months, and um, they are making huge traction, and based on their traction, first, first started off with just with social media and them, you know, getting celebrities to post their products. But now they're getting placement, you know, their publishing's gotten placements with Essence and all kind of other publications, and they are exploding within a nine-month period of time. They have blown up. So, you know, um, that goes to show you the importance of PR because without it, they probably would not be where they are right now, you know, in the nine months. Um, another company that I watched grow is called Jones and Rose. And they are another beauty product, but they, they're more um, of the natural skincare. And um, they've, they've been doing grassroots themselves. They've never hired a publicist. They've been doing their placements themselves. And they have, you know, grown into a million-dollar company. Amazing. Amazing. Awesome. That's great. Great, great. Yeah. So, no, I think these are really, really good, good, solid tips. Um, And, you know, like you said, you know, hiring a publicist and, you know, taking the time, making sure your budget, social media is huge, and word of mouth is just like crazy if you have a great product. Word of mouth is better than any PR ever. So, yeah. (laughs) Because if they're not talking about you, they're not talking about you, you know. And, and I mean, even, even on your end with your product, you know, it, it was given to a certain person that we know, and they ran it away and can't wait till the opportunity when they can sit there and say, hey, this is what it is, you know, and yeah. it's going to do a difference for you. So, you know, um, it just it's amazing how social media can just make you or break you, basically. Yes. Yes. No, you're right. And, you know, just to just talk about Harriam for a minute, I mean, we've been less than just a couple of months, really, and everything has been like grassroots word of mouth, like Harriam, Harriam. Everybody is just, oh, my God, it's amazing. And, you know, we have not spent thousands of dollars on PR or anything like that. It's just been word of mouth. People just love it, and they tell their friends and you know we we just keep going. So you're you're definitely right. You're definitely right. Just you know, and getting the product in the right hand sometimes can make a big and, and difference. That's kind of what's key. And it's like you don't really. And then you know, and once you get to the point where you really start making this traction on your own, you're gonna know. Okay, it's time for me to get a publicist. You know, that's and right. Do you need one? No. Is there stuff that you can do yourself? Of course. 
So, you know, you do those things until you build traction. Once you get that traction and everybody's talking and, and names in the street and blah, 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 then it's time to say, okay, I need to get a publicist and I need to get this to the next level. And the next level means making it a nationwide thing. You know what I'm saying? That's that you right. are in these places. On these publications. You are getting on these talk shows. You are going on, you know, the talk. or You are, you know, even product placement on reality TV shows. Those are the things that, you know, you graduate on. But, you know, you're doing the right thing. You're crawling before you can walk. So with That's that, right. and, right. and you keep right. rolling the way you are, you keep, keep talking about it, it's going to explode. So, And I heard the product was absolutely phenomenal. So with that being said, um, I see greater things for you. Amen. Hair yum. Amen. We claim it. <laughs> we well, claim hey, it. I know that. <laughs> hey, we gonna we gonna do some big things, Angie. We gonna do some big things, you know. Um, no, but no, I just thank God because it's it's just been a blessing. But I do see the value in, like you said, crawl before you walk. I do see the value when you get to a certain point of spending the money and hiring a publicist, especially a good publicist that can get you places that you know maybe you can't get yourself. I think publicist, the right publicist, is just amazing amazing for any business small or big and it's also you got to realize the chemistry with that publicist has to be key too you know you because oh, at the end true. of the day we're like a marriage we get in bed together <laughs> okay and if you don't like each other that you know that marriage is not going to work out for you so yes. you know you have to make sure that you like your publicist because that publicist could be the most popular publicist in the world because straight jerk, you know, or you, the other thing is you got to pay attention to the roster. You know, if, if that publicist can't talk to you every day or text, I'm, I'm very hands-on with my clients. They'll tell you that I talk, text, whatever, once a day, whatever. They can always contact me because that's just me. And I will respond. I don't ignore you. And none of that stuff. If I'm busy, I'll hit you back. If I hit, girl, I'm busy right now. Leave me alone. And they laugh because they understand how I am. <laughs> But I'm re- but I'm responding to them, so it's not like they're just out there hanging like, oh my God, you're not answering me, um, you know. So relationship is key, and if you can't have a relationship with your publicist, then you need to get rid of your publicist. And I'm not saying to the point where you call your publicist all hours of the night disrespectfully and all stuff like that, but to the point that, like I said, I talk to my clients every day, every day. Even if it's for five minutes, two minutes, if they text me, whatever the case, we've had some kind of communication for that day. Awesome. Awesome. Wow. Time is flying. I want to get some questions in, and I definitely wanted to, if it's okay with you, to kind of, at the beginning of the show, I mentioned, you know, Jimmy Carter, how he announced about, you know, he's going through cancer um, and he wants us to pray for him and everything like that. And, you know, sometimes people see people and they think, oh, everything's perfect, and they don't know. Um, but, Angie, do you want to share um, your what you're going through? or? Um, yeah, I am a, a two-time cancer survivor. Um, I've been fighting the latest, battle, the latest battle for the past year and a half. A lot of people wouldn't know by listening to me or talking to me because I don't let it defeat me. I always say that, yes, I am going to die one day, but it won't be because of cancer. Um, Amen. I might get hit by a bus Amen. or something like that, but, you know, it ain't going to be because of <laughs> So I, um, you know, that's the reason why my hair is the colors that it is. It's teal for ovarian cancer because I had ovarian cancer, and the purple is for all the cancers. So a lot of things that I do for event-wise or whatever, I donate. People think, oh, you know, she must make money. No, I donate the proceeds to ovarian cancer research. Um, 
a lot of people always think breast cancer, breast cancer, breast cancer, but they don't realize that ovarian cancer, and yeah. you don't know that you have it unless somebody's unless you're actually looking for it. Um, uh, African American women have a problem with cysts in their uterus or in their ovaries, and you know all the thing we do is run and get it removed. But do you ask the doctor to test it? Many times we don't do that. And in the one particular time, I just because they kept coming back, I asked the doctor to test it, and lo and behold, that's what it came out to be. And otherwise, I would have never known, and I would still be walking around. So it's very important, ladies, that you get when you get your pap smears, you get tested, even if they tell you it's abnormal, even if they tell you it's normal. Ask them to test you for cancer cells because you won't know that you have it. And that's a big problem. And another problem we have in our community is African-American community. We don't like to talk about when we have cancer. You know, it's a, it's, a, it's a big secret or it's a big shame or whatever the case may be. But I like living, okay? And there's days, trust and believe, there's, I have bad days and I have good days, but guess what? You would never know it. All my clients know I have it. So, therefore, if they feel like I'll get, like, you know, all my client lipstick cosmetics, she always tells me, slow down, chill out. You know, Demetria, are you okay? No, you don't need to do this day. They all know this because I bust my butt for my clients. And sometimes for me to have a peace of mind, I continue to work. So I would be on my deathbed with a laptop and two cell phones, <laughs> still working. Wow, 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 wow. And I love the fact that what you said, I know that, you know, someone might be listening, you know, make sure you test, make sure you ask the questions um, on a serious note, because like you said, it's a silent killer. And we all know about breast cancer and, you know, our heart goes out to people that, you know, suffer from that as well. But ovarian cancer and, you know, especially in our community, we have to be more, we have to talk about it. We have to be it. more Share. educated about it. Yes. Know, with breast cancer, you know, you feel you have a lot, there's a sign. You know, there's a sign. Yeah. Other cancers, yeah. stomach cancer, there's a sign. Colon cancer, there's a sign. But there's not a sign with ovarian cancer because a lot of times we think, oh, we have cysts. Oh, let's go get them removed. Okay, but you're not thinking, well, doctor, can you test it for me? Wow, powerful, powerful. Wow. Well, Angie, it's been so, so great. I wanted to spend the last five minutes and just, you know, talking about you, like, you know, and the future of, you know, your Girl, company. You know, like, like, you. <laughs> 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 uh, any big projects? that you have on the horizon that we should be, you know, on the lookout for? I know you mentioned um, your client. Look out um, for reality you know. TV. Look out for reality TV. That's all I'm telling you. <laughs> now, let me, but let me ask you something on that note, though. Um, Angie, a lot of reality TV people get a bad rap, you know, a whole mm-hmm. lot, you know, and some mm-hmm. people don't want their products associated with people um, on reality TV because, you know, hey, this one's frightened, this one's, you know, you but know, see, so, that's when you got to choose who you deal with, okay? So this is the thing, and this is why I tell people all the time. A lot of people get on reality TV to become somebody, okay? Yeah. yeah. If you're choosing a reality TV person, get somebody who's already been somebody. Okay, so for instance, let's just talk about the Real Housewives of Atlanta cast, okay? Yeah. All right, yeah. so... Demetria was an actress before she was on there. Claudia was already in TV before she was on there. Candy Burris was already somebody before she was on there. Cynthia Bailey was already somebody. So if that show was to close the day of tomorrow, guess what? They would still have who they are. The other people that come along, the Porsches and Nini's and whatever else on there, they are trying to be a star off of reality TV. 
And if that show gets shut down today or tomorrow, we, they wouldn't even know what to do or where to go. So obviously, we're going to see what happens with Nene. You know, maybe maybe she'll make it, maybe she won't, or maybe she'll get fired from another show. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? Who knows? But you have to yeah. choose who you want to give your product to. Obviously, I'm not going to give my product to nobody I love in hip-hop. Yeah. Okay? Because you're yep. fighting, you're this and that. So you got to make sure that whoever you associate your brand with is somebody that is, you know, that that has good face in the industry, basically. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, because people associate, and I like what you said, people associate your product, you know, that's what they do. They look at your product or service and feel associated, so wow, that is very, very true. Any other words of advice for, you know, small businesses, women-owned businesses that are, you know, we might not have a lot of funds, but, you know, um, we want to get our brand, our message, you know, it could be impactful any words of encouragement or advice that you can share with our listeners? Research is key. Research is key. You can find anything you want to know on the Internet. If you don't have funds to get a publicist, research what a publicist does and figure out what you need to do for your brand. And most most important is don't ever give up. There's going to be days that you feel like you can't make it, you're just doing this, you're spinning your wheels, you're not doing anything. There, there's going to be days like that. And all I figure is, like, if I can get out of my bed after doing chemo sessions and get on my computer and still make something happen, you have no excuses, period, period. So you can't give up. Success is key, and research is the ultimate way of learning. There's no, there's no such thing as knowing everything. There's, I don't know everything. And I tell people all the time, when I teach PR classes, I learn from these youngsters a lot of times because I don't know, and, I, and I'm not against learning anything new, period. I love it. I love it. Research is key don't give up. Wow, Angie, this is so amazing. I mean, I know you're very busy, um, and you just I appreciate you taking time to kind of chat with us, and um, it's recorded so we can tweet it out, and people can listen to this from years, <laughs> years to come. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it's been really great. You have a, your bio alone. Um, is just amazing, really amazing. Great, and I think you are, you are a, I, <laughs> but no, I think when you said 30 years, because I was like, okay, I was reading the bio, it said 25, but when you said 30, and then, like you said, you're a cancer survivor, you're doing it, you're representing some very, very polished. I think that, you know, thank you. Thank you for talking to us on MGM Radio. Thank you. Not a problem. Thank you for having me. And you know what? I feel like this. If I reach one person tonight, hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, you you reached a lot. And we, we, we promote and send in. We have some hardcore loyal people that always tune in to MGM Radio. So, um, yeah, no, I think your message, especially the, the I mean, PR, but the cancer path and all that, you know, what questions to ask, that was powerful. That was powerful. Well, you know, we got to know, and if we don't know, we won't know. You know, that's that Virgo in me. So, you know, that's kind of how that goes. <laughs> if you don't know, you won't know. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, have a great um, rest of the night, and thank you, Angie. All right. And I'll be in Atlanta this weekend, Donna Brothers Hair Show. So if anybody want to see me, I'll be the girl with the blue and purple hair. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love your hair, by the way, Angie. I'm like, now nah, I know the reason why you do it. I love it. Yeah. I love, I love it. I love it. Thanks, thanks. Wow, that was amazing. I told you one hour just flies by. 
Um, but thank y'all um, for listening to MGM Radio. We're so excited. Um, and please, please, please always remember to pray. Everybody have an amazing rest of the night. Thank you. Hair Yum is the fastest growing vegan hair care product on the market. Hair Yum can transform your hair with one wash. Cleanse with no harsh chemicals, sulfates, or detergents. The Hair Yum collection is available now at HairYum.com. Take the challenge. Go vegan. Get Hair Yum at HairYum.com. That's H-A-I-R-Y-U-M.com. Your hair will thank you for it.